0: So uh, episode two, uh, we're building uh, things from zero to one in public. And uh, uh, this time we are talking again about the Shopify app that I have been developing for about a year and a half. And this time I'm with Ivan Shornikov, uh, our CTO of our dev agency, Bubble Marble. And he's actually the first developer who will take a look into the code that I have written. So no qualified person has actually seen what. What I wrote, um, so the prototype of the app like actually works. It hasn't been yet submitted to Shopify, but uh, there's actually a few improvements that could be made that we can uh, that we can hear from Ivan hopefully today.
1: Hey, hey, yeah, nice to be here.
0: <laughs> so, um, just to m- maybe share a little bit more background that what than what we did last time, I, I will show the. Uh, how the app actually works. So uh, this is the homepage of the app that actually uh, runs inside the Shopify um, the, the Shopify store. And what it uh, get gives the users is the ability to just control a simple banner on the top section of the website. Uh, they can add some targeting by links. They can add like some start and time for the banner for it to either start showing or stop showing. Uh, And then on the website, it just appears on the the site below the navigation menu. This is a very simple, like one function um, app. This is basically all how it works. So Ivan just downloaded the repository, the code of the app this morning. So yeah, let's hear what he has to say about it.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I've checked a little bit uh, on the application and the code that you wrote uh, in uh, within this repo, it actually works. And uh, yeah, it has some issues uh, and uh, some yeah maybe improvements, but uh, what is most important that the code solves your problem that you want to uh, to achieve with it. Yeah, so to, to understand uh, a little bit better, so you're using the boilerplate uh, code from Shopify, right, uh, to yeah. build this kind of the applications. This code is could be like retrieved uh, from the documentation, the uh, which is pretty good on the website. And uh, yeah, you modified like a couple. I mean, one, two, three, four, four files uh, to yeah, and added your 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 functionality. I have a couple of maybe questions and maybe further improvements that we have here. First thing that I I, I saw here is like how you pass uh, like site ID or like the identification part to the to the front end uh, from the admin uh, to be able to call a, a Shopify API to retrieve this banner.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I guess I can start, uh, start sharing the code and maybe we can have a look like together how, how it, it works.
1: Yeah, maybe we should start with some explanation how it works, right? So you have an admin uh, where you you set your banners right so for yes, example yes. we have we have a single banner that should appear yeah so we have this banner uh with these conditions that it should be shown like from this date until like like forever uh and it is active so it should be uh on the on the website and if you go to the website itself uh yeah it it would be there on when when the website is loaded. But how does it work? So your your PHP code injected in the HTML code of the Shopify application, the custom JavaScript code, right?
0: Yeah. Which yeah.
1: retrieves the information about the banners for the website by the API that you built.
0: So basically the way it works is whenever the site is loaded, it's... Loads the script uh, from my application to the front end, and then the script checks what kind of website is uh, loading the script, sends a request to the API of of my app. Uh, The API responds what kind of banners are there for this website overall, and then um, the script sees that there is a banner that actually meets the conditions of the current page. And it adds a uh, banner to the HTML of the front end uh, of the website. So it's like, it's, it's a few steps to, to check, but uh, yeah, it's basically the connection between the scripts that is here on the page and the API of the app.
1: So maybe we can start with uh, like how actually this script embedded to the uh, front end, right? How it appears in the HTML. So for that, maybe we can we can start with a banner controller file, uh, which you created, and uh, the first method is like uh, index method. Index.
0: This is the logic for displaying the 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 main page of the of the app, the dashboard that shows the list of the banners, um, and the way I am working with the script is uh, basically by contacting uh, Shopify API. There is a way to check the scripts of the Shopify. The scripts that are uh in the store. Um yeah, so I'm just getting everything and then trying to send the current script uh to, to be added to the website.
1: Yeah, so basically the goal of this method is to to have this script URL embedded to the to the website, to the to yeah. uh, into the HTML. Yeah. And here yeah. we have an interesting part. Yeah, so this is a js main script js which you've created as well so this is your custom yeah. javascript but uh, yeah so to identify uh, from the front end identify what is it uh, like which star, which store which store is that right yeah which which store is that we pass also there's this id get parameter yeah and mm-hmm. you Actually, yeah. Before uh, before you create this uh, SRC um, path for the script, you retrieve this shop from the from the user, right? Because this is an admin part, we all, always have an yeah. authorized user. So because of that, we can we can retrieve the shop, and from the shop we we can have a an ID. And for this, like a little bit of safety, we, we you you apply the, the hashing me- mechanism. Just to to mix it uh, in some weird way, so this part is i I thought like, do we really need this to pass it there? Let's go to the the, the JavaScript uh, file itself to understand like how how we do the API call right
0: Yes, yeah, so, so this is it. basically, the way I did it was uh, in order to make the call, uh, this is where I'm adding the the ID. I am asking for the API response for the specific shop. So that's why I use the this idea of like of the shop, not to get the banners of every single merchant that installed the app, but just to use the one that we have.
1: Yeah. So this API content, this is a new API uh method that you've created as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So basically it works like yeah, we we, we, we send a request uh, including the client ID to identify like which uh, shop is it and yeah and we, we we got the the banners and the whole the, the rest of the logic is like how we are going to render them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you 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 have this this function like get params uh, which is probably could yeah, be it's actually could be on the top. So basically the script find the script itself um, and try to parse with which parameters it was injected to the page. So, yeah, uh, we, 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 we do that. And, yeah, as a result, we have uh, this client ID. Um, but, yeah, so let's maybe go to the shop itself uh, that where this banner works and, and see mm-hmm. how actually this script is injected and how it works
0: let me just explain like what what i did and then maybe it would make some some sense so so basically what i tried to do is this is the script that was injected first through the like the the controller th- that i had and this id that we see in the link is the identifier of the shop and like what this last method uh, that that you were showing does is basically it looks back into the html of the page to get this id parameter so that it is sent to the API and then it gets the response for, for the shop to render the banner.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you, if you if you can see uh, the to the script itself, right? So we have a uh, your parameter like ID something mm-hmm. that uh, you you pass, but also we have an additional parameter that was injected by Shopify itself, which ah, uh, right. contains yeah, which contains the the name or URL of the shop. So basically we can skip all the, the part of the passing this MD5 uh, hash to the client and just use this shop parameter because I assume that it would be there, like in any case.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this is something that Shopify adds to, like, all the links there. So, yeah, that that's true. That's actually what would, would have saved. Uh, like, if we can check, that can save... Um, well i guess a few lines on just getting that in uh so basically it could be passed as a, simply as a script tag with with no uh with no id right
1: yeah yeah we we we, we just mm-hmm. uh, simplified it a little bit and removed this id part uh from from the script it's like okay a small improvement but 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 still i think it's uh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could be parsing for that domain and and doing the API request for that, right?
1: Yeah. Another, another So yeah, basically, if we stop like right here, right. So you can do the same, but uh, find the, the site ID by by this domain. But also mm-hmm. in this script, we have another API call to the Shopify, to to the Shopify itself, right? So if you go to the yeah. network and filter out yeah. the, the only the AXHR a- calls, yeah, it's here.
0: So this one, uh, can you click? okay.
1: Yeah, can you click on it? Yeah. yeah. So so here what, what we have, this is the API call. So this is your method, API slash content. And this is a, like a client ID that you pass it back. If you scroll a little bit, uh, so we have response headers and we have request headers. And here you mm-hmm. can see that we have origin and referral headers, which would be there as well, because Shopify automatically inserts this this uh, these headers there. So that means... Ah, so, so
0: this infor- infor- information is passed anyway through the request that is made to API, right? So th- this is yeah, not something yeah. that I do, I do.
1: No, yeah, yeah. It, it it would be there anyway. So basically, you you can skip the the all the passing of any information about the about the site ID or the client ID uh, the, uh, the, uh, these parameters. So if we remove them, so on the server side, you can check the origin and refer um, headers from the request object on the API side. And and identify uh. which uh, this this shop is.
0: This is cool. So that th- then this is actually saves saves the script, right? So it's uh, it can actually remove like this whole part, like yes. a third of the script from yeah, like it's we, just we, not we, needed.
1: We, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, we remove the client ID part. We and we do the the uh, API call just without this parameter, right? So we we just. Mm-hmm. We just make make it, and uh, and we will get a response. And if you so go the, the backend will yes. Mm-hmm. So the
0: backend will just decide which shop has actually requested it and can respond with the right data.
1: Yeah, that should be coded in the serve method of the banner controller, mm-hmm. if I understood it correctly. Because yeah, uh, this API slash content uh, actually. Uh, uh, processed by the serve method of the, of the, banner yeah. Controller, yeah, so,
0: which... so, yeah. So this is the whole logic that actually checks, which banner, which banners are relevant for the current store, uh, and sends back the, uh, mm-hmm. the list of banners. So we so could, yeah. In, yeah.
1: In, in, instead of passing ID, we, we, we can, we can, uh, get this, this, uh, parameter from the request, and by mm-hmm. the origin or referrer domain we can get the the site itself right
0: yeah yeah and then yeah check for the connected banners yeah that that makes a lot of sense that's that's actually cool
1: so yeah that's uh, just a couple of improvements that could be could simplify your logic your like uh, um, connection between back end and front end the of course we can discuss like a a lot of uh, improvements on the javascript side right so we can we can uh, optimize how you render these banners how you perform the validations and so on but Mm -hmm. i think the 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 main idea that it works already
0: (laughs) yes that 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 i think is great uh I, i mean that's that should improve the speed i guess right if if there is less code or or is it not not that much
1: i think it 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 won't significantly uh, affect on the performance of uh, the front end or the api endpoints but uh, yeah uh, if you move iteratively I- I- iteratively through the code and like improve it every day you can see the uh, the some improvements in performance uh, and so on but I think in your stage, in your like, I I guess we can call it like MVP stage, right? Uh, yeah, this, yeah, exactly. All this like early performance fixes—it's just too early to see the the effect, right? So because you mm-hmm. you can spend like a lot of time on improving uh, the the performance for like one hundred milliseconds, but. Uh, uh, if you won't get like enough clients, uh, and uh, enough like traffic, uh, yeah, nobody notices.
0: Yeah, th- that's true. Uh, did Did you see any like any risks with the code that, I, that that I maybe have that I need to pay attention to?
1: Yeah, uh, it's like a minor one, and uh, I can touch it like a little bit. That I see that in the, your JavaScript file. Uh, there are some some hard coded values, uh, which in general better to avoid, um, mm-hmm. espe- especially in your case when you have a plugin for Shopify websites, and Shopify websites uh, and this uh, e commerce webshops. They could be very different, right? With the with the custom themes, with the custom uh, classes. Uh, C- can, can you
0: can you like be more specific? Like wh- which one? Like what 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 was the hard coded oh.
1: thing that? Um... Yeah 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 yeah. I said line uh, ninety uh, where you you are going to insert one? the ban- banners itself. Yeah so this shopify section header yeah.
0: yeah yeah so so this is actually like the logic to display the banner below the navigation section so that's like what just to explain like the, this is the idea of showing the banner right bef- below the navigation so so th- this is this is not good right to to use it like to, to have it hard coded yeah
1: it it's okay uh it's okay to have it and probably you, your plugin would work in maybe majority of websites because i think yeah most of uh, of the shopify websites they have uh, like more or less the same html structure but if you want to have uh, like a more coverage it's better to to put this uh in a variable or in a kind of like configuration section of the admin and read mm-hmm. it from there yeah because yeah. The, ah, so, again, so, so, as, a, as I mentioned.
0: So this is a problem. So this can become a problem when the, the site is not standard, right? As, so the the one thing I can imagine. So basically, if the design of the website is custom built and someone uses different classes, then it actually just will not work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So you 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 can make it. Yeah. You can make it configurable uh, and uh, pass it to the uh, to the front end. Uh, with a uh, with default value, right? So if mm-hmm. if customers don't care uh, and don't know what to do with this class, yeah, most probably it will work uh, in his case. But yeah, in some uh, more advanced uh, cases, uh, if you you make it configurable,
0: uh, that it is will, smart. It will work. Yeah, that 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 makes sense to to actually have it, but have it like in the database that the customer can change if their website is not ch- is standard and then give some explanation to like why it may not work and that they, they may need to check it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. That's, yeah, that's, that, that's nice. Um, so then, yeah, so I, I, I guess the, the one topic that I was worried about, but I think it, it's not uh, as important at an early stage, which is like scalability and stability of the whole thing. You, you mentioned that it does work and it's like, it's fine not to touch it. Uh, but what if it starts to grow in the future? So now actually I have no idea of how to even know if if the banners are being loaded slowly on some website of of like of one of the customers of one of the merchants like how can I even like check like do I use like a test website or how do I know that my API is responding quickly or like a- anything that I can measure because I like this is something that I have no idea about.
1: I think even for the MVP, I think there's a very good uh, like rule of thumb to to monitor everything of what you can monitor, right? Um, mm-hmm. So basically your plugin, Shopify plugin, this is a small PHP application. It's a Laravel application uh, or, uh, which you can control. So basically if you use some very popular tools, uh like services like Sentry which are usually used for error tracking and mm-hmm. the Datadog which is usually used for the performance to measure performance to measure latency to have some monitors and even alerts if we if there would be some uh, anomalies so even if you're on the MVP stage and if you you don't you're not sure like if it it will grow or not, it's better to to have this monitor, to, to monitor it from the from the beginning of your of the lifetime of the application. With that you you can have a, like a some thresholds, you you can have some alerts on your email or Slack. And with that you you would understand like okay, so I have a uh for the like for example last two months the uh, response time increased from like 100 milliseconds to 300 milliseconds because the the web server is always busy. So that's time for scale, right? So maybe uh, introduce another node uh, and that's a whole uh, different set of problems <laughs> uh, about yeah. the infrastructure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is but, something I, I have like zero idea about, but yeah, I, 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 I guess I could try to at least add some tracking to yeah. j- j- just to measure how how it works okay Um, uh, yeah i think that's that that's quite insightful because um this especially the topic with the shop id that could have saved me maybe a couple of months of development time because when, <laughs> like it it's it it sounds silly but uh, like i had no idea about any of that before i actually uh like wrote the thing i have no idea uh, how the Tags should be working on the w- website, like how to call the API, how to respond, like from API. So this is something that I kind of came up with while doing it. But it, yeah, it it, it could have saved a lot of time and like uh, sh- shortens the code quite a bit.
1: Yeah, happy that I helped a little bit <laughs> on that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, this um, this was a lot of uh, a lot of fun. Um, actually, I think that for the next. Um, for the next time, I will try to finish up the app to actually publish it to Shopify. Uh, and maybe we can uh, discuss next time the the actual requirements of Shopify. And I will tell a bit about the past because the app was already submitted, but it had a few issues with Shopify. So this is something that uh, I'm kind of finalizing uh, with it now.
1: Also, we can explore a little bit more the Shopify API and maybe we can even... Make it simpler uh, even make it even more simpler uh the implementation of the the path in the site i d you can focus more on the business logic how to render the banners and what is the logic uh behind that instead of dealing with the passing parameters back and then back and forth yeah.
0: yeah yeah that 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 is that is true uh actually yeah uh actually, I did have a problem a few months ago when. I was working on the app and I was about to launch it for like a few weeks. And at some point things just stopped working because uh, Shopify updated some of the things in the API. And I actually had no idea how do you actually track these things? And like now everything is doesn't work. And, and now I need to rewrite something because it, like, it works differently. Cool. Uh, thanks a lot. Okay, uh, bye.
1: Okay, bye.